another one. Always a lot going on. So every day you might hear me say every podcast a lot going on. Because it's a lot going on. That's life. That's what it is. But it's so much going on. And I want to thank you guys, all of you supporters out there that listen to this podcast. Thank you so much. You know, I do this raw. I go in raw and I just I do what I do. You know, and I'm I'm you know, so this is what I do. I want it to be as real as possible and as raw as possible. And I just want to just thank you because I'm doing what I absolutely love. If you would have told me maybe two years ago that I would be doing a podcast and doing this, I would probably have told you, you out your mind. I would, I really would have. I'd have been like, no, I'm not. (laughs) That's the farthest thing from what I want to do. Yet here I am. Uh, Hey, what can I say? This is where God led me. And I'm just, I'm just living my best life. And I'm enjoying doing what I do. I love putting these podcasts out here. And thank you so much for all of your support. You know, as long as it's po- as long as it is positive and legal, I support you. And um, you know, as much as I can. And I wish you the best and in all of your endeavors. Don't give up on yourself, y'all. It does. It gets hard. It gets hard. And then you have people that some people will tell you, you know, they'll feed the negativity to you and, you know, just you'll feel as though, you know, it's, you know, whatever you it is, goal that you have can make you feel like, you know, am I just reaching? I mean, whatever, but I'm don't give up. Don't give up because just because one thing might not work out for you, it may be that it's leading you to another thing to your destiny. So just, you know, Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. I mean, but I just want to tell you guys something. Every day ain't sunshine, peaches, roses, and all of that good stuff. And I'm sure you have a lot of celeb. There's a lot of celebrities out there that will agree with me when they was doing their grind and on their grind. And people uh, of success, maybe they're not celebrities. Maybe they're people that have started really lucrative and and um, businesses and successful at it. It, the, the the struggle is real. You know, sometimes I'm going to tell y'all the truth. Sometimes you, you're going to doubt yourself. You're going to cry. Sometimes people going to say people, people that you, that you love and trust will, will say stuff to make you think, is this really what I should be doing? But if you, if it's, if it's in your passion and you really, really want it and you really feel as though this is your destiny and something that you need to achieve for, it's work. I'm, I, I just want to tell y'all this because a lot of people think that, you know, g- becoming a celebrity is just, you know, the struggle and then we struggle a little bit. And then one day it just happens for them. And voila, voila. A lot of them, a lot of them were homeless. 
A lot of them were starving. I mean, hungry, eating some of them sardines out of a can, food, potato chips. And, 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 and if they could have scraped up enough money to buy a pop to rinse the potato chips down, they were struggling and working hard. And, and, and they had and, and a lot of them that especially like some of the stand up comedians, you know, they dealing with marriages. They're dealing with divorces. They're dealing with relationship problems. They dealing with family problems. They dealing with somebody that passed away and they still got to get on stage. It could be somebody in their immediate family, you know, or maybe they not feeling good. They sick and on that stage. You got so know that the grind is real. Come hell or high water, you got to be on your grind. And you got the show must go on. You got to pull get get your stuff together. Almost said something. And get out there and do what you do. Now, I wasn't on yesterday because I time got away from me. And I'm there's always a lot for me to do. So I have I'm just gonna tell y'all. But I'm going to do my, that ain't going to happen no more. The show must go on and I got to put, I got to find time in that slot for myself to, to do my podcast. Cause again, this is something that I love, but you know, the grind is real. You know, they wasn't just, you know, some, you have to work on, on your struggle, on your, on your way. You got to work a day job. I don't care what nobody tell you. You got to work a day job. You got to have some type of income coming in to help support you and your endeavors and what you need to make yourself better. I know y'all saying, well, why you ain't got no Yeti yet? Why don't you have the right microphones yet? And stuff like that. Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because I just don't like the way I sound on it. And maybe I have to do like, a, um, I've seen some more. Um, I think they're not Yetis. They're, it's another kind of mic, uh, microphone. They're a little bit pricier or whatever like that. But I think I need that. And, I, and you know, so it's it's a struggle because I've tried it with that Yeti and I was like, oh, I don't like the way I sound. I just sound like I'm, I sound like I'm enclosed in. And and it just, you know, so anyway, that's just me. But um, I just want to let y'all know the grind, the grind is real. But if it's something that you really, truly want, <laughs> You got to, you got to get in there and you got to get it done. You got to get it done. You have to, you have to make yourself, you have to make literally, some of us have to literally say, listen, 24 hour day, you done this, 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 and this. You have to take time out to do whatever it is you need to do for yourself and do whatever it is you're trying, you're doing on the side to get you to wherever level it is you're headed. Okay. Whatever your goal is, I'm telling you. You know, I have to make time out in my busy schedule to say, stop, don't one hour, one hour, one hour. And that's for me to exercise. You need to go at one hour, you 24 hours. If you up for 12, if you up for 16 hours, out of that 16, one hour for you to exercise, do breathing, do yoga, do whatever it is that you do, um, dance, whatever it is. You know, take time out for yourself and, and, um, you, sometimes you have to be your biggest advocate and your biggest cheerleader back in a moment, child with the world, according to bookie and them Saturday edition. Thanks guys.
probably wondering, what makes these chips taste so good? Here's a hint. It's lime. They taste like lime. Tostitos, get to the good stuff. Bring the cake world according to Buki and them Saturday podcast we'll be back in a moment stay with me y'all welcome back everybody thank you for coming back I appreciate it ah the color purple well Fantasia's going to be playing the Star Roll in the Color Purple musical. Uh, Blitz Bizarwall is the filmmaker behind the Beyonce-fronted Blackest King is set to direct the Warner Brothers adaptation of the award-winning musical. I'm so excited for this film. It's going, I know, with wonderful, I mean, fantastic actors and actresses and singers, and I'm just awesome. We are in for such a treat. I'm so excited for them and for the color purple. Um, those of you who are fans like I am, we are in for a treat. It's going to be really good. Uh, Singer-songwriter Fantasia Barina will make her feature film debut in the color purple musical, uh, movie musical. Barina, who rose to fame on the third season of American Idol, is in final negotiations to play Seely, a role that she played on Broadway in 2007 and for which she earned rave reviews. Whoopi Goldberg played the role of, in the Steven Spielberg dramatic version of The Color Purple way back in 1985. Peacemaker co-star Danielle Brooks has also joined the cast of the feature playing the role of Sophia. The latter announcement was made on ABC's Soul of a Nation, you know, Screen Queens Rising, with Oprah Winfrey surprising Brooks with the cast announcements in an emotional Zoom call. Warner Brothers is behind the feature adaptation of the Tony-winning Broadway musical, itself an adaptation of the Pulitzer Prize-winning 1982 novel by Alice Walker, on which the Oscar-nominated Steven Spielberg-directed 1985 movie was based. The story centers on a woman named Celie Harris and tracks her lifelong struggles as an African-American woman living in the South during the early 1900s. Barino would join previously reported cast of Taraji P. Henson, Corey Hawkins, and her, the latter also making her feature film debut in the production. Blitz Bazawal, the filmmaker behind the Beyonce-fronted Blackest King, is set to direct the fresh take on the musical. Marcus Garley penned the screenplay adapted from Marsha Norman's book and Brenda Russell, Allie Willis, and Stephen Bray's score. The movie is a pre-production. Well, it's in pre-production with casting beginning to come together and chemistry reads happening now. So that's awesome. Looking forward to it. Oprah Winfrey, who made her own feature acting debut in the Spielbergs, The Color Purple, earned an Oscar nomination, is producing via her Harpo Films banner with Spielberg and his Amblin Entertainment. Scott Sanders and uh, Scott Sanders and Quincy Jones, both of whom were behind the Broadway musical, will also produce Alice Walker, Rebecca Walker, 
uh, Christy McCaskill, Krager, and Carla Gardini, and Adam Fell, and Mara Jacobs are executive producing. Warners has set a release date of December 20th, 2023. Marino, who has won three Grammys and earned 12 nominations for her recording since 2006, uh, is rep by ICM Partners. So I just wish you all the best. And I know we are in for, there's so many amazing people um, working on this film and um, working the cast, uh, the production and everybody. And so we are really in for a treat. I am so excited. I am so excited to see, you know, what they're going to come up with, but we're going to have to be, we're going to have to be patient and wait till December 20th, uh, 2023. But who knows? We might get an early surprise. I'm not saying that's what it is, but it would be nice. Well, for now, the set release, the Warners has set a release date of December 20th, 2023. So we're going to just have to be patient and wait till then. Back in a moment with the World According to Buki and Them podcast. And congratulations, everybody. I'm so excited for each and every one of you. Back in a moment, y'all. Stay with me. Thanks for coming back, everybody. COVID-19 deaths have hit 900,000 and it was sped by Omicron, propelled in part by the wildly contagious Omicron variant. The U.S. death toll from COVID-19 has hit 900,000, less than two months after eclipsing 800,000. Propelled in part by the widely contagious Omicron variant, the U.S. death toll from COVID-19 hit 900,000 on Friday, less than two months after eclipsing 800,000. The two-year total has compiled by Johns Hopkins University is greater than the population of Indianapolis, San Francisco, or Charlotte, North Carolina. The milestone comes more than 13 months into a vaccination drive that has been best, well, it's been beset by misinformation and political and legal strife, though the shots have proved safe and highly effective at preventing serious illness and death. It is an astronomically high number. If you had told most Americans two years ago as this pandemic was getting going that 900,000 Americans would die over the next uh, few years, I think most people would not have believed it, said Dr. Ashish K. Jha, uh, dean of the Brown University School of Public Health. He lamented that most of the deaths happened after the vaccine gained authorization. We got the medical science right. We failed on the social science. We failed on how to help people get vaccinated, to combat disinformation, to not politicize this, Jha said. Those are the places where we have failed as America. President Joe Biden, 
lamented on the milestone in the statement Friday night saying, after nearly two years, I know that the emotional, physical, and psychological weight of this pandemic has been incredibly difficult to bear. He again urged Americans to get vaccinated and booster shots. 250 million Americans have stepped up to protect themselves, their families, and their communities by getting at least one shot. And we have saved more than 1 million American lives as a result, Biden said. Just 64% of the population is fully vaccinated, or about 212 million Americans, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Nor is COVID-19 finished with the United States, Josh says. Uh, the United States could reach 1 million deaths by April. Among the dead is Susan Glisterberg, 53, of Sterling Heights, Michigan, whose children had to take her off a ventilator just before Thanksgiving after COVID-19 ravaged her lungs and kidneys. She's always cared more about people than she did herself. She always took care of everyone, said a daughter. Now, that's how we all describe her. She cared for everyone, very selfless. Uh, Glisterberg, a smoker, was in poor health and was apparently unvaccinated, according to her daughter. Fortuna just got the booster herself. And that's her daughter. We all wanted to go away. I personally don't see it going away anytime soon, she said. I guess it's about learning to live with it and hoping we all learn to take care of each other better. The latest bleak milestone came as Omicron is loosening its grip on the country. New cases per day have plunged by almost half a million since mid-January when they hit a record-shattering peak of more than 800,000 cases have been declining in 49 states in the last two weeks by Johns Hopkins count. And the 50th Maine reported that confirmed infections are falling there too, dropping sharply over the past week. Also, the number of Americans in the hospital with COVID-19 has declined 15% since mid-January to about 124,000. Deaths are still running high at more than 2,400 per day on average, the most since last winter, and they are on the rise in at least 35 states, reflecting the lag between victims become infected and when they succumb. Still, public health officials have expressed hope that the worst of the Omicron is coming to an end. When they cautioned that things could still go bad again and dangerous new variants could emerge, some places are already taking to already talking about easing precautions. Los Angeles County may end outdoor mask requirements in a few weeks. Public Health Director Dr. Barbara Furr said Thursday, post-surge does not imply that the pandemic is over or that transmission is low or that there will not be unpredictable waves of surges in the future, she warned. Despite its wealth and its world-class medical institution, the United States has the highest reported toll of any country, and even then, the real number of lives lost directly or indirectly to the coronavirus is thought to be significantly higher. Experts believe some COVID-19 deaths have been misattributed to other conditions, and some Americans are thought to have died chronic, you know, of chronic illnesses such as heart disease, diabetes, because they were unable or unwilling to obtain treatment during the crisis. And Dr. Reverend Gina Anderson Cloud, senior pastor of Fredericksburg United Methodist Church in Virginia, lost her dementia-stricken father after he was, after he was hospitalized for cancer surgery and then isolated in a COVID-19 ward. 
He went into cardiac arrest and was revived, but died a week later. She planned to be by his side, but the rules barred her from going to the hospital. I think it's important for us not to be numb. Each of those numbers is someone, she said, of the death toll. Those are mothers, fathers, children, or our elders. When the vaccine was rolled out in mid-December 2020, the death toll stood about 300,000. It hit 600,000 in mid-June and 700,000 on October 1st and December 14th, it reached 800,000. It just took 51 more days to get 900,000, the fastest 100,000 jump since last winter. We have underestimated our enemy here and we have underprepared to protect ourselves. Um, so at, uh, a professor at Johns Hopkins, a public health professor at Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, we've learned a tremendous amount of humility in the face of lethal and contagious respiratory virus. So um, at the end of the day, we have been COVID-19 has become one of the top three causes of death in America behind the big two heart disease and cancer. We have been fighting among ourselves about tools that actually do save lives. Just the sheer amount of politics and misinformation around vaccines, which are remarkably effective and safe, is staggering. And this is a consequence. So those of you who are unvaccinated, if you are still unsure, please talk to your a doctor, a healthcare professional. They are there to talk to you, to answer any questions you may have pertaining to the vaccines. So uh, that's, the, that's the best way to fight it is getting vaccinated. Get your vaccine, get your boosters. My entire family is vaccinated and boosted. I just, you know, I, I, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I didn't want to, and when it first came out, I didn't want to get it. I didn't want to get it because I was, I was scared. I didn't know how my body was going to react to the vaccine. I didn't know any of that stuff. I just didn't. And I'm, and you know, I'm, I have access to all the information pertaining to it that I can get, but still me personally. And I was just like, I was, but then I was like, well, you know what? What if you get it? You know, you could not get it and you okay now, but what if you get it? If you get it, you're not going to be okay. So I felt like I was at, at that point, And I'm just being honest as honest can be. I was like, well, at the end of the day, I'm damned if I do. And and I'm damned if I don't. So, I mean, this for me personally, not getting the shot. Because I could not get the shot and I'm okay. I'm perfectly healthy. I feel great. I feel fine. But what if I get the, what if I catch it? And I I was like, I don't want to, God forbid, if I catch it. I'm sitting in there intubated in a coma, you know, or before they intubate me, thinking to myself, you should have got that shot. You should have got that shot. So I went ahead. And as scared as I was, and I was scared. Y'all can listen to the podcast. But I went ahead and I did it. And I'm glad I did it. And so, um, you know, um, and I was fine. I didn't have any reaction. The only, I was just sitting up, wait for it, wait for it. And nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happened. So, um, and and my kid, when my kids got it, they, they, you know, Nothing, no headache, no fever, not saying that you won't get it. You know, some people get, get, you know, little, whatever it is, like a little, maybe you might have a little low grade fever, or you might feel tired, or you might be sleepy, or you might get a little headache, whatever. We didn't have no, no, um, the only thing we had 
symptoms. The only thing we had was a sore arm from when you get the shot, just like if you get the flu shot. That's it. Just a sore arm. That's the only side effect we had. That's it. That's it. So um, get out there and get vaccinated if you haven't. You know, if you know somebody and they just scared to go get it, go with them. You already been vaccinated. Put your mask on. Go with them and hold their hand while the nurses give them their shot. But we, you know, get everybody. We need to get everybody, as many people vaccinated as we can. Back in a moment with the world according to Bookie and them. Thanks, guys. Back in a moment. Add some wow to weekend breakfast with Nutella. Nutella goes with pancakes, bananas, and sleeping in. Nutella goes with toast and surprises, with waffles and smiles. Because it's made with quality ingredients like roasted hazelnuts and cocoa, Nutella goes with all the special things that make the weekend the weekend. Your weekend deserves Nutella. Hey, I'm back, y'all. Oh, 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 oh. I don't care, y'all. I don't care, y'all. That's my, that, I mean, that's. That jam will never go out of style with me. You could be sitting down, you know, mad or feeling bad or whatever or, or, or sad and somebody put that on. Even though you said you might, you go, I mean, you're going to do a little something. You're going to stop whatever you're doing. You're going to do a little something. I'm for real, for real. For real, for real. It's because that, that beat going to hit you. That beat going to hit you, babe. You could be knocked out sleeping, getting ready to get up. Somebody put that on, you get up, you like, hey, hey, hey. Anyway, um, uh, there's a deaf Detroit rapper, Sean Forbes, to per- set to perform with Eminem, Dre, Snoop at the Super Bowl halftime show next Sunday, which will be the, it's crazy how this month is going so fast. Oh my gosh. Uh, um, yeah, next Sunday, which would be the 13th. It's just crazy. Anyway, this month is going to blow by. Because you think, when you think about it, next Sunday the 13th, we're almost halfway through the month of February, which seems crazy. I mean, it's just... Anyway. Yeah, Sean Forbes has expected to experience this year's Super Bowl like usual in front of a television. You know, he's just chilling. He was expecting to be at home experiencing the Super Bowl. You know, just chilling. You know, doing this little Super Bowl thing. Then the deaf Detroit rapper got the electrifying phone call that promised a career milestone. The NFL wanted him for its upcoming Super Bowl 56 halftime show, performing alongside Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige in the 56-year-old's game's first ever hip-hop extravaganza. It's going to be off the chain. I I promise you I'm not going to be sitting down. Soon as they start that halftime show, I'm up. I'm up. I'm, I'm probably going to be dancing all the way through it. I'm going to be dancing and cheering. Anyway, and so therefore it will be February 13th at the L.A. SoFi Stadium where he and fellow deaf rapper Warren Snipe will perform a sign language interpretations of the headliner's music, which I think is fantastic. It's the first time the NFL has incorporated sign language performances as part of the halftime program. Their American Sign Language 
uh, renditions what the NFL describes as an elevated accessibility experience, and it will be viewable at NBCSports.com and the NBC Sports app. Um, kudos, and um, I know you guys are going to do amazing. I wish you the best, and just don't be nervous. Go with it, and enjoy it to the fullest. Enjoy it to the fullest. On that note, back in a moment with the World According to Bookie and M Podcast, Saturday edition. Stay with me, y'all. You know the West Coast is back for all you I'm going to dance my way to the next commercial. Buy them all, yeah, I'm burning it up. DPG. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. Thank you. I just want to tell you again, thank you for tuning in to the Saturday podcast. Also, you know, we had a we had a lot of snow. We did get a lot of snow. But it wasn't as much as I thought it as I thought it would be. But we got a we got a good amount of snow. I think that comes up to probably maybe about ten inches above my ankle. So that's a good enough amount of snow. And but it's cold. Um, we had a weather advisory this morning, but the sun is shining and it's it's beautiful. The snow is beautiful and the sun is shining. And I was out a little bit earlier. You know, um, just doing some transports and things like that. And everybody's out and about and enjoying, you know, life in the Midwest. And I just wanted to give a huge shout out to the people of the Midwest. I love you. Uh, and we do it best in the Midwest. I'm telling y'all. So once the weather get right, please come on out to the Midwest and, and visit us. I mean, you know, hey, we got lakes. We got, we got it. We got it going on. We got festivals. We got lakes. We got everything. And um, I just wanted to give the Midwest a shout out. Chicago, Indiana, and all the other surrounding Midwesterns, uh, Michigan, and and everywhere else in the Midwest. You know, come check us out this summer. You know, with a mask, of course. But um, yeah, just come check us out. And um, I hope wherever you are. You're staying warm. There's some places in the country that don't have electricity. And um, hopefully, uh, my hope and prayer is that they get y'all, hurry up and get y'all electricity up and running. Because it's it's a little too cold, you know. It's, it's too cold to not have no electricity. And um, even with it, it's cold. So, just, um, that's that's what we do in the Midwest. We get snow and all of that stuff. And... What we do is we, a lot of us are out, you know, once it gets a little bit warmer, out skiing. I've seen some people skiing. I've seen some people snowboarding. You know, there's winter sports, just like the Winter Olympics. We got the Winter Olympics here. So um, we're just embracing it and enjoying it because, like I said, once the Super Bowl come and go, we halfway through the month of February. And before you know it, 
we'll be, you know, it'll be March and spring and all that good stuff. So we just want to embrace winter and embrace it one day at a time and being safe. And I hope those of you who are living in the colder, colder climates have your uh, first aid kits, your extra blankets, your extra coats, you know, some water, some maybe some snack, non-perishable snacks, you know, just stuff to keep in the car just in case. Um, any, you know, any, you get stuck or anything like that because it does happen. And there were people stuck and just things that you would know that you would need if you got stuck in traffic. Okay. To, to help you make it through. So, um, back in a moment, I just thought I would share that little bit with y'all back in a moment with the world according to booking them podcast. Stay with me. Papa John's just took their fresh, never-frozen dough and hand-stretched it New York style. So you can fold it. Or not. But I ain't gonna lie, though. I fold it. <laughs> baby, don't call me baby when you did me so wrong. For sharing a little bit of your time this Saturday with the world according to Buki and them podcast. I appreciate it. Enjoy your Saturday. Please stay warm and stay safe. And if they tell you to stay home, please stay home. Thanks again. The world according to Buki and them don't own any of the rights to any of the music, any of the commercials, or some of the sayings. Thank you guys. Peace. Come on, come on,